everyone, and welcome to another Deep Three podcast. Today's uh, guest, Jerry Grant, uh, DeMatha alum, Clemson alum. And we'll get into all that. Uh, but Jerry's fresh off, off the plane. Uh, <laughs> he just played Israel. He's uh, actually one of the few guys that went back. Uh, I think Israel and Germany were the leagues that continued their season. So, Jerry, I'm just hopping to, straight to that. How was it? Man, uh, the Israeli league, it, it was cool, man. It was, it was a different experience, you know, than, um, than normal. Obviously, they, they had us uh, quarantined. Uh, I mean, basically the whole time we were there, we were in lockdown. We weren't allowed to, you know, go out to the malls or our uh, restaurants, beaches, nothing. You know, they had us literally shut down. You know, it was, if it wasn't at the apartment, then it was in the gym. Know what I mean? So it was, it was a different experience for sure. Just different type of bubble, huh? It's not, yeah, different. Not the it, 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 hey, look, it wasn't that league bubble, but they, they didn't, they didn't, they weren't letting us go out and fish and and, and do whatever, gamble whatever. We was, we was straight, straight in the gym or at the crib. That's it. That's crazy. And how was that as far like practice and stuff? Uh, it was cool. It was cool, honestly, because, you know, we we there for basketball, which was cool. Um, it's just, uh, you know, it, it's good that it wasn't for a full season because you know how it is when you when you lose a game or 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 something or you just have a bad experience on the court and you just kind of just want to you want to get your mind off of the game, uh, your mind off of basketball a little bit. So you want to, you know, whether you want to just walk around or hit the beach or go outside you you know you want that but when it's in uh a quarantine you can't do that you you just gotta sit in your house and stare at the wall until your next game which would you know it it, it presents a lot of problems but drives you crazy if you have a crazy coach it's over it's around. oh man oh man if if you have a crazy crazy coach it, it just makes it that much longer the season that much longer oh for sure how many weeks were you out there for uh I guess I got there. Um, I got there into May. Uh, uh, I mean, damn near two, two and some, two and some change, two months and some change. So, not bad. That's quarantine. Yeah. Some change. That's tough. Man, straight, straight quarantine. Go do for groceries and stuff though. Uh, we had somebody pick them up for us, <laughs> so so we had to uh, we had to pay the guy. Yeah, like kind of like Uber's, but it was somebody on the team who did it. But actually, what he did, he just basically ordered Uber's for us. So, so we would pay him, and then he would pay the guy uh, to bring him to our to bring him to our apartment. Oh man, that's tough. I gotta go grocery store. And like, if I go, it's like I gotta see everything. And I was like, I can't shop. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I, we was thinking that same thing. Like they was bringing back spoiled fruits, and, and nah, it, it wasn't. It wasn't that bad. It, it was cool, but but uh, you know, just just that 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 lack of of freedom, you know, like we we just guys want to go outside and breathe fresh air, you know. And it was something that that we weren't allowed to do. So so um, I mean I mean personally, like I'm I'm kind of a I'm a I'm a homebody anyway, so I don't I don't go outside too much anyway. But you still want to have that option, you know. So, yeah, <laughs> down. And like I said, at least after the game, you know, I was like, let me go out, man. Like, I need to clear right. my mind. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You want to clear your mind? You want to, you know, whatever. But for yeah. sure. For sure. All right, man. So now we're going to go back to when we first played each other. For those that don't know, Jerry went to Math, I went to St. John's. Different yes, kind of memory, at least uh, <laughs> back then, you know, it was just, we're probably the, the, Okay, O'Connell was good, I think, my sophomore year, right? When Marcus was there, Guineers. Yep, yeah, um, it was. Rockwell Moody was there. Yep, Rockwell. They had, yeah. So they got a good team, but, like, most of those three years, I feel like it was just us and – It was just the math Saint, and St. John's, baby. One of those two things. Zaga was not there yet. Um, no, nope. So it was just uh, tough because we tried to play guys so many ways. I mean – <laughs> I remember one game we played without Chris at the Matha. And I think the score was like 12 to 10 at halftime because we're just trying, <laughs> we're really to flex through. Coach was like, you know, like, we're not shooting unless you're open. You're not shooting the ball. 
Like, you guys were so talented, man. Like, what's the secret? Yeah, man. Look, we we was deep. Like, we had we had so many players. Even even our bench, we had like 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 quality talent. So, um, I mean, you know, we we had our offense went through Austin Austin Freeman, you know, uh, for the most part. But but we had weapons. We had shooters, you know, and and uh, I, I think I think I think Coach Coach Mike Jones really really put made us put in the work. You know, I think practices were practices were tough, man. They were, and y'all probably had the same type of hard nosed practices. Uh, like we would have practices, and then, uh, and like most of it would just be honestly, most of it was just drills, like just drills, like just to hammer that, like that, uh, like the technique and like hammer the technicals in. You know, do it this way, do it this way, do it this way. So then, you know, when you're young. Yeah, uh, you know that's the best time to work on your, on your techniques on the technicals. So, so he, like he would hammer that into us. That way during the game, it was just like second nature. It was nothing, you know what I mean? And uh, like that, I I think it's it's funny because it carries on even till like today. I I kind of play that same way. Like I like like I I focus on like you know getting like the small parts down so that the rest of my game follows, you know what I mean? Gotcha. I mean, you certainly didn't have like your regular high school coaches. I mean, if, if right. Mike Jones, you know, he's coached uh, the USA teams, the junior programs, uh, uh, the World Cups, or I think mm-hmm. under 18, he was there, you know, he's involved with the USA basketball. So he didn't right. have your regular <laughs> yeah. high school basketball coach. And we, we didn't either, you know, I think like for me, there was, and I think for you it's probably the same since you talked about that. But for me, it was like our practices were not much different than college practice. Like those for right. me, I hear guys or like kids like, oh my god, it's like such a cute different. Like, like strength and conditioning wise, yeah. But like as far as just basketball practice, it was just right. once I become a freshman, it was just different guys on the floor. That yeah, of course they were stronger stuff like that. But as far as like effort, intensity, drills, like this is stuff that I was doing in, in high school too. So right. I thought, you know, when I went to St. John's, like, oh, man, it's, it's different. You know, it's. Right. Yeah, you know, yeah, absolutely. Your JV team, you're probably scrimmaging with JV, JV team. was like D1 players in the JV team. I remember <laughs> my sophomore year. Yeah. Uh, I think you were down the, the JV team in sophomore year, right? Sophomore year. I know. Yeah, I so, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, uh like, so freshman year, I was, I was with the JV team. Sophomore year. They moved me. They moved me to to varsity, but I was like, I wasn't really playing much. Like I I was playing, but not not a whole lot. So like it was like, you know, I was I was in between. You know what I mean? So, but uh, it was it was it was it was definitely it was an experience, man. It's like you said, you you go from playing guys, you know, your your age and your height, to playing like grown men. You know what I mean? It's, it's it's the I had grown men in high school too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, dude, you got some grown men in high school, man. Like it was, it well, was. Uh, your seniors are man. Oh my god, it was just. <laughs> yo, it was it was a whole Nigel other world. Point, it was like Nigel, okay, Austin, but um, yeah, who was uh, Mawadi was there two out of three. Yeah, right? yeah, Allen. yep. Jeff yeah, Allen. Jeff, uh, Desmond, Jeff like, Allen. Like, like, yo, yo, like six nine above. Like, what is this? Like, man, De- man, Des was Des was like 300, 300 pounds, three hundred plus six nine. Man, like a like a moving like a freight train. Man, it's like just just having to try to guard him in practice. You know, with my skinny ass, it was it was it was <laughs> rough. It was rough, man. It was, <laughs> Two different styles rough. of play. <laughs> Too com- completely different, man. Completely different. But you know, it's, it, it it teaches you. It teaches you like that that toughness too, because you know you know you don't want to go down without a fight. You know you want to you uh, if you do go down, you want to go down swinging. You know what I mean? So for sure. Yeah, it's life lessons. That's all. Oh, so how was that? Of course, you come from a basketball family. For those again that don't know, your dad was in the NBA. Your uncle yeah. in the NBA for yeah. many years. Um, Right, and then now you have two birds that are in the NBA. Mm. Um, how was it growing a basketball family? 
uh, you know, growing up the NBA world, around the NBA world, and all that stuff? Uh, man, I, I was uh, and still am truly blessed, man, to to have that experience. Um, you know, it's 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 something that when you're younger, you kind of take for granted. You know, you take for granted like uh, going to the basketball games, or NBA games, and seeing all these uh, getting to sit courtside and see the legends in action, get to talk to them, go back to the locker room and stuff, and and it's uh, you know, you, you don't you don't you don't take it for what it is when you're younger, but then when you grow up and you kind of kind of understand like like this was this was my life and 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 I have those experiences and and without my my pops and my uncle we, are, we would never have those so you know you you learn to be grateful you learn to be grateful and and uh it was it was definitely it was a lot of lot of ball talk in here man between these walls it was a lot of basketball was, was there a lot of t- t- uh, like trash talk in the house too man well, not to you and your brothers man. I know between you and your brothers for sure but nah, yeah, yeah, like, like, like <laughs> with, 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 with pops, man. He, man, he would talk so much trash, man. Like, 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 just because you know he he coached he coached he coached me for a while, and um, you know, with with different teams and, and uh, whether it was AU, he coached actually he coached uh, JV at the Matha for a little bit too. Um, like he, you know, he was he was just around, so he got to he got to really uh talk he got to talk more trash to me than normal you know what I mean Cause, cause he was, it wasn't just at the crib it was also like on the court you know it, it was you know other venues so so it was cool and uh and I actually because when he talked trash to me I would talk trash to my brothers so like I would I would I would get that and I would just be like you know what and I would redirect it to them you know, and, and like, and like, they probably, they probably hated me, man. They hated me so much, but like, it looked like, you know, it was like it you, you, you did your partner. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I can, I can take just a, just a smidge of credit for that. <laughs> but, but, but nah, they, they, man. I, I, I'm so, I'm so damn proud of them, man. And, and like, it's, it's, it's like the, the bonds that we that we have to uh, show for it, we give credit, all credit to our mom, because, um, you know, she, she, she instilled that in us, to that, that, that camaraderie, that, that brotherhood. And, um, and, you know, we're even tighter, we're even tighter today than we, we were even were as kids, you know, because, like I said, those life lessons, you, you pick them up and you translate them to when you're an adult, you know? Oh, sure. I might have to call your pops and your mom, man, because, you know, I got three boys, so I was like, oh, Goodness. Oh <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Age difference for mine is like two years apart, so it was like, oh my god, it's like right, yeah, yeah. Your, yours, I think, I think yours closer, closer than than uh, me and my brothers are all together. But I think, actually, I think my Jaron, Jeremy, and Jalen, all of them are about the same same age difference between you and your kids. I, I, I believe. I, I believe so. Yeah. So that's that. That's gonna be. You're, I you're mean, you know, bullying them. You're like bigger, older. Taller, I, oh, I was. Everything. I was bullying the. I was bullying the hell out of them. But it was all love, though. Like, like you know, like they they. <laughs> it was it was intense, but it was like, you know, it, like it, it was a type. It was a type of bullying where you know you. You can tell. You can tell oh, the. Sure. Yeah, where the that the love that comes from with your place. Yeah, for them, we still just wanted to like kick the butts, you know. Like, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I wanted to, t- I wanted <laughs> like to take out my, my first, yeah, I want to take out my frustration on them. So yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> oh, that's cool, yeah. man. And then also your pops here for the Clemson, and then how yeah. was Tennessee for you? I know we talked about it when we're in Greece a little bit. Um, yeah, that was not exactly. I guess your dream destination, right? So, how did you how did you end up choosing Clemson, or why did you choose Clemson? So, so for me, um, you know, we had the, we had the college prospects. You know, you could detect the five official visits and all that. And I had my visits lined up. You know, we did the due diligence. Me and and uh, me and my 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 peoples, we did you know all the the research or whatever. And I took my first, I took a, a unofficial visit to Marquette. And uh, 
you know, I got to go uh, uh, talk to Tom Crean. I, you know, I got to go and and uh, we kicked it. It was unofficial, so nobody was. Uh, there were people on campus, but it was, you know, I, I can remember it was snowing and everything, and, and it was it was it was uh, it was just a great a great experience. I talked to Crean and and uh, and basically. Uh, I basically told him, um, you guys are, you know, you're it. You're the, you're the front runners. Is, I can't wait to come here, blah, blah, all that stuff. And then when my, and then, you know, it was all good. And then when my first official visit came around, I had went to Clemson. So I, I had Clemson on the list and I went and Oliver Purnell was the coach there at first. And uh, I remember going there during the summer, taking that first visit. And, you know, everything was, was awesome. Uh, I fell in love with it. And it was one of those, it was one of those uh, recruitments where you kind of just, you get the hard eyes, you know, immediately and you fall in love at first sight instead of waiting to see, you know, what else is out there. You kind of just like, oh yeah, that's, that's it. This, this is school. And so I, he took me out on his boat, you know, he, he does the whole nine yards. He, he down, plays some music, all this. I'm like, yo, I'm like, oh, okay, okay, OP, I, I appreciate this, man. I, I really like this. I think I, I want to come here. He's like, you think you want to come here? You might as well just, you know, just sign now because cause, uh, if you if you go and waste, you know, you go to Marquette, waste their time, they're going to be upset, you know, they're going to blah, blah, blah. I was like, you know what? You might be right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you know, so then, uh, so I ended up going, you know, going back to the crib and, and yeah, it was also, yeah, it's, it's a little legacy there also. I mean, you know, uh, my pops and my uncle went there and, um, and, uh, you know, it's, it, it was, it, it, it felt, it felt like a, like a good opportunity. It felt like, you know, something that I could, I could do and, and, and maybe build my own legacy. And, um, I mean, honestly, it, I, I just, I, I just fell in love with it. So, so I went and I and I told everybody I was signing there. I had to call all the other coaches up, uh, tell them, tell them, nope, I'm not, not signing with y'all. You know, that conversation. That was, you at least can go visit. And nah, that shit was tough, man. It, it, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. The only coach that was cool with it, that was like, okay, it's cool, uh, was uh, was Coach Bray, Mike Bray, uh, at Notre Dame, because I was supposed to go. Uh, visit them as well so I called him he was like you know what Jure you know what it's it's cool man I understand um you know but you know if you ever have any second thoughts hit me up you know you know whatever I was like man it's after that I was like man you you, you a cool dude you a legit dude and then Jaron ended up going there to Notre Dame actually and under, uh, under Mike Bray you know so it was so that was that was a good kind of a he, him being authentic and just real then it paid off you see yeah yeah you know when I, when I think about it yeah it, it really did it really did i i had no i didn't really have a big influence in jaren's recruitment process going to notre dame but that i mean it, it kind of i mean just through osmosis it kind of kind of fit together you know everything worked out that way <laughs> I'm you, there you go. <laughs> nah, man, don't go. <laughs> Come on, man. It's the pollen out here, man. I'm gonna let you to the pollen, man. <laughs> no, no, man. no it's, it's the oh, pollen, it's man. Cool, man. Actually, uh, I mean, you didn't have to impact like that way, but I feel like if you just told your story, I'm sure your brother heard that. And it's someone, you know, even like 1% probably like, all right, that's a cool dude. That's a cool coach right there, you know. Uh, yeah. You have to be like directly, you know, like, yeah, that's the guy for you. He just, you know, hearing that type of stuff, you know, usually because when there's some negative news or some bad right. news, you know, people can react very different and right. that can, you know, just uh, trigger some other stuff. So that's that's really cool right there. That's true. And then you turn pro, man. You played about everywhere. We were supposed to be teammates two years ago. I'm still salty about man. that. Man, <laughs> we were supposed to play on the same <laughs> team, man. We were supposed to, man. You, uh, you start in Australia, man. How's that? How's the, oh, man. how's the life? Uh, well, though now now the the league has changed uh, a good amount since when I was there. Um, they first of all they got more money now. Um, a lot more guys are going out there. Uh, 
you know, for for different reasons. Uh, now, um, yeah, my first my first year was was Sydney, Sydney, Australia, with Sydney Kings. And man, I tell you what, man, um, for 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 a kid coming out of college, and their and their first experience overseas is is Sydney, Australia. That that ruins the rest of of the overseas experience, you know, because there is no there is nowhere you will never find a place anywhere in the world that the the same as Sydney, Australia, man. And it and like as far as like you know going and and you go out there to get paid to play basketball to do what you love. There's there's nowhere in the world that could. Well, besides me, uh, like how nice it is, but also spoke English, and that's yeah. That's a huge adjustment for some guys where it's like, you know, yeah. grocery stores. I'm like, oh, yeah, like I was in, uh, in Poland when I played in Poland my first year, you know, it was Gorgilla. It's like a small town and not many people spoke English. Like, literally, not many people spoke English, you know. So, like, right. you go, you, know, you, you want to ask for something, but you need something. It, it's tough, you know. You got to call somebody, call a team manager, call some. So, especially for a rookie, you know, it's it can be, you know, it makes the trans- transition a lot easier. Right. We right. played for like four years, so they- <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I need some winter now, you know. <laughs> man, man, it's straight summer over. Like you know, it, over there is like when it's when it's winter uh, over here. It's it's summer over there. So like the the whole season is warm. You know, like after after games. Uh, you know how you know how in Europe. Uh, our, your recovery would be you have to go to the gym maybe you have to like run around the gym around the court do you know warm up whatever stretches like the the recovery there is you go to the beach the whole team they coach takes the team out to the beach you know you 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 just you swim in the waves you you chill you walk the boardwalk and 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 that's it have have a cup of coffee a cup of they call it a yeah, cup it sounds terrible Man, it's, uh, it was horrible. The worst experience of my life. <laughs> so Why'd you stay there, man? Uh, yeah, exactly, man. No, I um, it's a ten-year deal right now. Ten years, we're good. My, Baseball my, uh, contract. My, my my agent had told me he was like, you know what, um, it's it, you know, I know you love it there, but you know, it's probably be better to expand your brand, go to Europe, you know, you know, just just go around Europe and you know. Blah blah blah, whatever. And you know me being a young, the young guy I am, not really knowing what Europe was like. You know, I, I accepted that, and I and I went overseas, and and you know, it's and to be honest, to be honest with you, I've always, I've, I've been, I've always wanted to go back, you know, and play there, just because it's, it's a different. It's not just the, the living, but it's the, it's the basketball mindset over there too. You know, they don't, they don't. Uh, it's it's not so much stress on your body where they try to kill you like you know just to prove a point you know what i mean like it's it's like they understand that you people too that you're a person too so so they'll adjust to to your specific needs and 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 i think that in turn uh lightens the load on your shoulders um in, in different ways you know it's just a, it's just a different experience really and and if I if I had to tell anybody, I would tell them like, go, go play play in Australia, just experience that. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, uh, I know guys that went there. Uh, you know, I was in France my second year. Uh, Ty Wesley and I, you know, played in the in the college all star game together, so we kind of know each other. And then he signed. Right. It's like about 30, 40 minutes. Um, yeah. He when I was in France, like how? And after that, he went to I think New Zealand, and he's been staying there for like the last eight years. I think he's he's, he's been there. And it's, it's the same Man. thing. I think it's just like I was, I was talking to him that year in France. Right. You kind of don't expect it, but once he got there, he just loved it. You can see he loved it. Um, and he just, uh, you know, it worked out for him. For him. Uh, yeah. For me, I don't know if I'm athletic enough. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, man. There's, there's guys who, like, and that's the thing, though. There's there's all different types of players, like, over there. So it's it's really – it really depends on, I think, more so on your the type of agent, like who can get you there. Because once you get there, I think it's you, you're good. But like, it's it's just the connections on on who who you know to get you in there. You know what I mean? So like, my agent got me there because we had a uh, 
because he knew somebody uh, within the organization. And and it like uh, Houston when I first when I first got out of college, Houston wanted me to go there to to sharpen my skills or whatever, and then and then you know go to training camp for the Rockets. And and uh, after that, I had realized, man, this this that like Australia was amazing, like it was amazing. But um, but you know, my agent also said to go to go to Europe. And that was, uh, he, he, no, uh, that was uh, I think I, I think that could have been we could have talked that over a little a little more. But it was it was it was really it's I, I think it's really about a lot of it is who you know to open that door for you. You know what I mean? Absolutely, I think so because I think it's all about networks. Uh, you know, networks, yeah. So it's also about like uh, the relationship that agent can build with a, a a team as far as like you know just trusting. Um, yeah, yeah. Because I've worked a few agents throughout my career, and then um, one thing I notice is there's guys that are just oh yeah you gotta go there and it might not be the right fit for you so you might fail or you you know it's like. And then when you fail, it affects also the agent because, well, the agent placed you there. So that coach is going to be like, well, he sent me this guy. We don't want to fit my system or whatever. Right. But like, it's just one of those things where you just, uh, and you as a player, you lose time, you lose money and all this stuff. So it just, uh, it's certainly right. like something you said, you know, it's like connection network and then trust, you know, sometimes agents are like, no, nah, no, nah, my guy's better. And like, and honestly, it might not be. And I was like, actually, right. the guy's actually better. So you might as well just say how it is. And yeah, so yeah. Drama is gonna come with the oh, I want to cut him. I want to do this. You know, you know how it is. It's it's a business for sure. It's definitely but, a business. I was gonna ask you what your favorite place was, you know, but then that kind of cleared it up. <laughs> 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 yeah, that probably that probably clears it up right there. I I mean, I played in some amazing places, man. And like you said, I'm I'm a globe a globe trotter, man. I've 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 played in and uh. Man, like so many, so many different countries, so many different continents, you know, and and um, yeah. If if I had to really think about it, I mean, uh, yeah, that Australia is is it's probably it's probably it's got to be number one, man. I mean, every everywhere everywhere you go, you stay, you stay I go, Neptunus, like what three four years though? Where in uh in Neptunus? Yeah, yeah, I was in Neptunus. So so I I guess. And all in all, I was there three three years total. I, I played two years consecutively there, and then uh, I was supposed to play. Then, second, I was supposed to play a chicken in my second year. Yeah, I, I, I know, man. I, I know. That's right. So this was my second year in Poland. It was about December. Yeah. Super late payments. I think like two three payments behind. And I was coming out with yeah, injury. Yeah. Uh, it was not even an injury. It was like uh, my. My back kind of got locked up or whatever it was. So I had to sit out like two weeks and I was coming off it. And I talked to my coach. I was like, Coach, I want to leave. Yeah. Going. I was like, well, I'll talk to Neptunas. They offered me this deal. Yeah. It was like, it was, it was for the rest of the season, it was for the next one, too. Right. Um, I loved your coach, too. I knew I'd fit well in that system. And I was talking. I, to- I, rem- I, yeah. I remember because he came to me and asked, he asked me about you. And I was like, Yeah, like we got it. Let's get him. Like if we get. If we had got you, like we would have, we would have made it to the finals. I think we would have at least gave Zagres a run for their money. You know what I mean? Like that would have been. You see, like you're in Euro Cup, you're getting ready for second stage, right? Uh, you know, and I was ready. Like I was ready to pack my car. <laughs> it was like yeah. I had my car over there for Romania. So I was like, I told Chris, I was like, it's about a twenty-hour drive. Like I talked to my coach, which I had a great relationship with, like Sasha Filipowski and Stelmet. And I'm right. like, you know, I can't stay here. You know, I got two kids. And yeah. for some reason, I ended up not working out. Oh, I think man. it gave me just enough to keep me so I couldn't leave. I think that's what it was. Oh, it, was around, it was around Christmas time, December. And you guys are trying to make the move before that. Like, I had to wait, like, seven more days if, you know, like, you didn't pay me or something. Right. Because they caught off from behind with the payments. And then I still want to go. But then they end up... It, it was just that, that, a situation, but uh, yeah, that was one time, and then the second time, I can't believe why we couldn't play together a second time. For like two, like, like, two I would have, I would have, 
I would have been like two days, two days late. And and, and <laughs> the coach was like, no, nah, man, no. Nah. I was like, okay, all right. That's cool. It was a good friend of mine, so I was pissed at him for that. Was- yeah, that was, that was horrible. But, I mean, also, like, Strasburg was asking, asking about you, too. So, I mean, technically, it was three times we could have, <laughs> you could have linked up, man. And look, if you if you would have came to Strasbourg, man, that would have been that would have changed everything. That would have changed everything the whole season. Like, like, man, because there was some dysfunctionality on that squad. Man. <laughs> it always <laughs> that, that's that's why I try to make changes. Cause <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, exactly. Uh, but to me, what I, one thing I've seen over the years is is chemistry is actually more important talent. Like the character mm-hmm. of the guys that you have on the team. Because I've been on some talented teams and I'm like, yo, like it's just, the ball might get stuck, everybody gets frustrated, nobody wants to play defense. Um, right. You might have less talented teams that are like, uh, like that year that I was talking about, Stelman. I don't think we're that talented to make a, a run and be in the, in, the, in the top eight of Euro Cup and be, I right. think, two, three points away from being in the semifinals. Right. Uh, and being such a good team, like, you know, triple our budget. Uh, right. What did we have? We had just the characters, you know, that were just, we knew when it was our time, when you, like, were in for something bigger than just my own stats. And it right. showed, like, nobody averaged more than eight, eight nine points per game in, in the Polish right. league. I think uh, Euro Cup, we had about everybody around 10, 11, and uh, same Euro League. I don't think anybody really just went crazy. I think D-Boss went crazy. Later in the playoffs, supposedly, when we kind of gave him the rain, like by four score and D, could work. <laughs> Do you think? Right. But I think that's you need those type of players too, like especially in the games where you're a system type, type of team oriented, and you right. need to kind of break loose and it's like, all right, like you're playing pick and roll, and we're not just going to, you know, coach up like if you're hard heads, you want to make the first pass, you know, make the face pass, and then play off that. Right. Right. Basically, my role was like, I right, just open up the pass and just swing it. You know, make the right decision from there to get open shot. It was easy to me. It was always right. easy to do that. But right, then, right. It gets hard in the fourth quarter, so you gotta have a guy like D, you know, stuff like that. And you right. know, you've been on Ike last year. I think Keith was that guy for you guys. Well, yeah, you yeah. guys actually that could do that. But <laughs> man, man, we was we was loaded, man. <laughs> we was loaded. Yeah. That was uh, but, that, that yeah, was I wanted to see actually because I feel like you guys are. Once you came in, you changed the dynamic a little bit last year. Um, yeah. They needed a guy like you, and then once you came in, I thought they can give. Uh, uh, of course, Montenegro was super talented, um, right? But you, it, it felt like you guys were clicking a little bit. You know, like it, it was just working out for you. Yeah, we we hadn't we didn't lose uh, since I got there in the in the three months that I was there, from January to March, we hadn't lost a Greek league game. Um, so like I, I mean, we we had lost uh, maybe in Champions League we lost maybe like three, three games in a row, three or four games in a row. But then we figured it out and like we you know we got back to where we were supposed to be. Um, but uh, but well, we hadn't lost a Greek Greek game and we won the Greek Cup and we was we was feeling good. Uh, and then all of a sudden you know COVID hits and and. Uh, you know, everything gets thrown into question. You know, um, you know, it, it was, it, it was, it was. It's just a rough situation all over Europe. You know that that you know everybody questions whether they're going to get the rest of their checks and whether oh, what's going to happen. Oh, to, right, you know, Come on, Jerry. Look, 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 man. Look, man. man. I'm sorry. That's that's the only thing I wanted to say about that. That's that's all I'm gonna say about that. You I know, know it's gonna get my views up. I know it's gonna get the listeners up. You know, like the numbers are gonna skyrocket if we go over here and talk about that. Hey man, oh my bad, man. I I just I just I just want to be real, man, because hey. you know you know how it's 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 hey. crazy out here, man. You start playing the NBA now. You want to end up on ESPN top ten now. You know. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, look look man. It's, it's tough. Look, it's look. tough, and I get it. The club side, I get it. Uh, you know, as an owner, you just basically just threw money at the season and he lost all that money like you're not getting anything back you know because like you guys are fighting to get the Champions League uh yeah. you know to win the Champions League which means of course you get some money from FIBA which of course mm-hmm. you get more sponsors you know you yeah get more and you know I kind of just yeah a lot of these teams a lot of these yeah a lot of these teams are getting money um from uh from like the cities too you know uh, apparently like you know because it's like a relief fund. They're they're getting money from like the, 
from uh from the government and you know so that they can pay the players um i i know that just from talking to 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 guys and talking to my agent and everything but yeah, for sure. um you know for example Romania, i mean the city council is a huge home uh, yeah a few teams have like private sponsors you know so uh basically i mean if you want to put on for your city it's how you do it <laughs> you know yeah exactly uh, exactly uh, it's a way to market the city it's a way to market yourself as uh you know city council it's it's so i you know situations like that i can imagine mm-hmm. guys being pissed you know it's like a mayor or city council would be like well we're pumped in this money in the steam and we have nothing to show for uh, right and it's not necessarily that players control that, not the coach, the GM, or whatever, the league, the president of the league. It was just something that right. – that's why I think the, the Israel League, you know, they had to play again. It's, it's also because of financial reasons. And, you know, yeah. I just – otherwise, yeah. I don't see why, you know. I think I think the German BBL, I think it had to do a lot of – if you ask me, a lot to do with the EuroLeague. You know, it was tough for them right. to decide who's going to play EuroLeague next to Bayern. You know, it's like – right. We can't right, make right. that decision for somebody when, you know, EuroLeague's going to give them a lot of money. It's like, oh, we're gonna yeah. all of us going to play. We're like, no, like, let's try to finish up on the court. And, I mean, you saw it almost end up with, like, what, Louisville's were just winning that thing. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's a tough team, man. You ever played them? I, we played them. Uh, I played them when I was in Neptunus my, like my second year. It reminds me of a Clemson team, honestly. Yeah. Core press, yeah. the card style. We're gonna ninety-four feet. <laughs> the de- the defense, guys, the defense is like their staple. You know, rotate guys like in and out, like every two, three minutes. I'm like, God, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> man. Like defense was their staple. I think, I think, uh, 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 who was their who was their coach? Uh, uh, I think it was Peterson. John, uh, I, I I can't remember exactly who their coach was, but um. But he was like he was American, so he was like he wanted to hammer, hammer it into the guys, you know, like you know, like defense, defense, defense. And then basically, you know how some coaches think that they are. You talking about Lewisburg? Yeah, yeah, Lewisburg. Oh yeah, uh, um, uh, John Patrick. John Patrick, that's it, that's it, John Patrick. So, so he like you know, American coaches, they're like, yo, we're gonna do it this way. We're gonna make it so like. Like we're gonna do it this way, no matter what, and unless they they really cool with one of the with a couple of players, and they're like, okay, you can rock out. Yeah, but, but the the thing is about them is he finds hungry players, mostly rookies. Mm-hmm. Like the year yeah. when I was uh, when we played them, they had Royce O'Neal. The next year, Royce O'Neal goes to Gran Canaria. Next year, goes to the NBA. Like I mean, you right. didn't see it happening. And what's crazy is right. also people under like. I'm sure if you ask some coaches, okay, maybe like lower leagues in Europe or something like that. Right. How how do you think they practice? And you know what they say? Uh, oh, they do this all yeah. the time. And the crazy thing yeah. is, I know guys that play there, like, nah, they walk to it. Like, they never full yeah. practice. They walk to the press. It's all a bunch of walkthroughs videos and a lot of drills. Man. But he doesn't go crazy, uh, which is funny because, like, I think a lot of coaches be like, how you practice the full court press? Are you pressing the whole practice? I'm like, right, you're, right. You're gonna press the whole practice. You guys are gonna be dead on Saturday. <laughs> so yeah, 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 you know, exactly. So exactly. It's, I mean, it's what I heard from guys that played for him that he's a great coach and like he knows, you know, he doesn't go overboard because honestly, that's what I thought too. When when I saw them play, I was like, oh, I don't yeah. mean their practice. Like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Not every pass all the way to half court. Like it's not even like you're not. Yeah. Like, like, can I catch ball? (laughs) (laughs) That's true, but but also they had. I mean, when you got a guy like Cliff on your team, that's like you 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 can. Everybody else can chill, and then I mean, not chill, but but like everybody else can like kind of chill on defense, and you got him doing all the. So it's like you know it, you know it it also depends on the player. People don't understand like how easy it makes it. Oh to be honest, the first time, okay, I, I played with some guards that can play defense. Yeah. The first time in my career, I played with a guy that was just defensive-minded completely as far as, like, yo, like, I'm 94 feet, we're going. I'm, I'm in here now, yeah. that's it. You're not dribbling, not crossing over. I'm turning, like, zigzag drill. Like, you know, like, you're not. Yeah. 
There's nothing no, we, easy. We, here. Like you're not bringing the ball up easy. Like that's you know, like you're not just chilling. Like so yeah. it's crazy. And, and how it's not even about getting the steals, but it's not even about getting the steals 100% of the time. But you know, you might get one or two steals through the game, but he's gonna tire the guard out for the rest of the game. He's in mean? retirement, then also playing pick roll, right? So like you have a guy like yourself that's, mm-hmm. you know, like you and Keith, for example, in a pick and roll situation, well, Cliff being so aggressive and so good at just finding over by itself, then I don't, you know, as a, as a center or something, I don't have to help that much with me as a power forward and weak side, then I can worry about the shot more, so I don't need to right. deep inside, you know, try to bump you that hard or to kind of like stagger you a little bit, kind of check yep. the situation. Because Cliff's so good at just, he's by himself in that screen, unless it's a crazy good screen. Right. Like, and it's, it might be a moving screen, honestly, because I've never seen these kind of get stuck in screens. Like, if, if somebody just sitting there, like, waiting to screen, I've never seen yeah. it stuck in it. So, like, it makes your job so much easier in defense just from that ball pressure. And yeah. it's a lost art, man. Honestly, it's a lost art. I, I don't see a lot of guards doing that in Europe. And I think that's what's. Yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna get him paid until you know he just doesn't feel like getting paid. I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's um, it was crazy. Like people think that he can't score either. I'm like, oh, like man, you know, come on, man. I was there. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was yeah, like, we're, we're, like he just he, he just he's he's type of guy that plays a role. Like I think you are the same way. I'm the same way. If you're gonna give me the freedom to score, like I'll go off and I can go off. I'll find my ways. You know, I get in the post. I'll shoot my you know my fadeaways and my shots and come off right, right, right. picking pops, whatever it is. And, like, it's the same thing with Cliff. Is like, if, if you just tell him, like, okay, run pick and roll, run team, it's what he's going to do. Like, that's, that's the crazy thing. You know? Like, if you can tell him score, like, he can go off. Like, he can score. Yeah. See, you know, just – so it, it's, it's a lot of players like that in Europe. That Like, once you get in that box, uh, it's like – Yeah, I was going to say that. I was going to say that, too. Like, once, once Europe labels you, once they put you in a box, they try to keep you in that box no matter what. You know what I mean? And – and it's a problem because, like, it stifles talent. It, it really stifles talent. And, and I mean, there, there's, there's no reason that players should be put in a box unless, unless you're getting, you know, getting paid, like, X amount. Like, like if you're in EuroLeague and they, they tell you you have to do this. But if you're getting paid X amount, then you're like, okay, I can do that for that, you know. And, so I'm saying, and like, otherwise. Jason Carroll is my example for that. And I'm like, you yeah. know, like, yes, it's what he does. And he does the best. And he just he loves doing it, and but he right. gets paid. For, but he gets paid for it. You know, he's not. Yeah. Going there for like three thousand dollars, I'm like, but yeah, you boxed over that. I'm like, hey, I got a family to feed. Like, hey. Right. You right. Know? Exactly. It's, exactly. Uh, man. To get that level, you gotta be out of the box at some point. And it's mm-hmm. it's something I wanted to do. For example, in France, when I was in Italy, my first year as a Benetton, and that was the rude awakening for me because I think I was just expect to be out of that box and I got put in the box right, right. for the first time in my career basically. Right. And I was like, man, well like I don't I was enjoying basketball. And I was like, I'm not right. about this. So I just took a fifty percent pay cut, honestly, and I went to France. And I was like yeah. I literally waited a whole summer, like teams would call me and I was like, what's my role? Oh, you gotta right. the floor. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm like, we're not somewhere <laughs> where I'm gonna have, you know, 10, 12 shots a game. I'm going to have, you know, opportunities to post up on, like, not even that, like, I just don't miss matches, you know, like, yeah, just post me up, like, I can create off it, I can do some stuff, and I want to have fun playing basketball, like, I'm 24 years old, and uh, it's the same thing that next summer I went the same, you know, up until, like, when I got the EuroLeague, where it's like, okay, if you want to come to EuroLeague, you got to do this, and then once I got there, Sure, I gotta do it. I gotta do it. But at that point, I was like, those two years, you know, in Estonia too. I was like, yo, and they let me do it in the BTB, you know, and it was cool because like you just feel different about the game. You work different. You know how it is. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. You, you know, it's it's hard for you too, you know, because like you might be able to like just go crazy on defense, you know, as a five man where you hard hedge. You know, you're involved in almost every pick and roll situation, every offense. Yeah. So we do. So it's like yeah. you're tired as heck, and then they don't feed you the ball. Then how frustrating yeah. that you know, you're like you hey, gotta remind hey, yourself. You you gotta you gotta have a completely. You have to like literally 
you got to be crazy as hell to be a five man in Europe, man. Because <laughs> like the the, the stuff like, you labels yourself crazy. We got that right. <laughs> <laughs> you you this is recorded, right? So you if ever uh, if ever I I, I um I, I'll tell you this, man. If ever like a guy expects to immediately be like the man on the team like in in europe like a five man you throw it in the ball like the post to him every single time there's this is very rare it's very rare like that i've seen that like i've seen it a few times but it's it's rare you know what i mean and and i know uh like a team like a team in germany that does that a couple guys a couple teams you know here and there spotted but for the most part it's like it's so guard oriented man like and I mean that's that's the way the game is now. Like even now in the league, you know, you got, you know, you you're throwing it to, you know, they're throwing it to the guards and they're they're creating up top. You know, I think that kind of translated <laughs> over to the European game. So absolutely, but I think when, the, uh, for example, okay, besides China, but uh, mm-hmm. some of the Asian leagues because they have less imports, they do that mm-hmm. more. And I've seen yeah. that, for example, where. They got a guy like um, Alex Kirk, for example, where he gets a lot of touches, but he's also or right. like Brian Cavell, uh, right. less touches in Europe and Oldenburg and, uh, and Bologna, and he got there. He got a lot more touches, and he's right. super, super talented offensively, no doubt. Right. Uh, but he got more touches because there's only like you know, two, three foreigners on the team, so it's like okay, you kind of cater those guys. Right, right. Abilities are, and you play off that. Um, Right. So there, there are some serious situations because of the rules. I think not. Honestly, I don't think it's because the coaches are like that. I think the coaches right. like now to play like up tempo. You know, shoot a lot of threes, um, mm. not post ups. Uh, it's all right. that things, man. You ever had a conversation with your pops and your uncle about this, like how it changed? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. 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 Uh, I've I've talked to my pops about it a couple times actually. Like uh, like um. Like more more recently, I'd say it's about uh like how the game is is for for him it's like the game is softer, you know. All the old heads want to talk about oh the game is soft now and and uh, you can't you can't uh you can't check with your hands and and this and that and and um I mean to a certain degree I'd say he's right, you know. But like obviously European game is different than the than the league. <laughs> So, uh, you know what I mean? Like, so, you know, you put that tape uh, on, the IAC team? Yeah, yeah, you know, so. I'll show my highlights on the IAC team. I was <laughs> holding hands. You can murder somebody on the court and they would, they would call no, they wouldn't call nothing on that, man. Like, it all depends though. Also, the referees are so, are, are, are pretty spotty, man. Like, you know, it's, like I, I'll say this. I'll say this. this is the only thing I'm gonna say about Israel. <laughs> negative. Negative about Israel. Man, the the referees are so inconsistent. Man, they will make you want to just. They will make you want to go crazy, man. I mean, like, like they will make you want to. Like, I I don't I don't normally get texts in games, but like, I would I, if I could. I would get like five technical fouls in one game if if. If I if I played a full season in in Israel, man, it's 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 frustrating over there because the the referees they're never on the same page either, and they don't have a they don't have a ref a referee uh, union. You gotta go so. back. You gotta go back now. Good luck, <laughs> Good luck getting calls next year. No man, no. <laughs> they 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 know what it is, man. Because I would talk to them like one on one, like even during the game on the court. I'm like, yo, what's what's wrong with you, man? Like, you know, like. <laughs> Like they 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 know they know they're wrong too because they'll tell me they're like yeah I missed that but yeah man and then and then do it again the next play yeah but I mean if you talk to your pumps and uncle at the same time I'm like your uncle played with Jordan so not like he passed the ball too much oh my god <laughs> talking about no, that no. <laughs> no no way no way but. But you but know, uh, this, he, he played this era of like big man, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he did. He did. My uncle, my uncle. Um, one one thing he he uh, like, cause I used to go to California like uh, in uh in high school in middle school. Like I used to go like during the summers. I used to go to California and, and chill with him. You know, just to hang out. 
And uh, one thing, one of the valuable lessons he taught me was was like offensive rebounding. You know, like how to how to anticipate whether a ball was going to bounce and and this and that. And and uh, you know, that's something that 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 I took to heart because I would I would work out with him, but he'd also like you know talk talk some ball with me and and things like that. And um and 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 I think I think that uh, that he uh as far as like playing with Jordan um when he left he had told me when he left uh he was like he had l- looked forward to playing that playing like against Jordan again probably like one of the highlights of his career you know what i mean like like bouncing them out in Orlando when he when he played with Orlando with with, with Shaq so i think um you know i i think that's a that's a no, but that's a valuable lesson, I think, as a big man. Um, yeah. I think your rebounding numbers talk for themselves, yeah. uh, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, were you what, top last year, right, rebounding in um, with uh, with Neptune? Oh, Champions League. Yeah. yeah, and uh, so, top, uh, top rebounder. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that, and even this year, like, it just what I noticed is, uh, you know, like, not just from our game with you guys, but uh, just watching you, you know, I came to the Anvil game in Athens to, to watch you guys and uh, yeah. watch the field is on TV. It's uh, what we're talking about when you don't get the ball as a five man. I think yeah. that you have two options, right? And uh, uh, you can get frustrated and kind of just stop mm-hmm. playing off on the office a little least, or you can yeah. kind of just, you know, what you said, you know, what your, your uncle was talking about, uh, mm-hmm. you know, go get, try to get the ball. The way you can get the yeah. ball, unfortunately, sometimes it's just the way, you know, go get the offensive rebound. You know, it was crazy, yeah. though. I was going to put it back in. Like, I've, I've seen you, like, two boards in a row back-to-back is still <laughs> not getting a shot up off it, you know. It's just yeah. – But it, yeah. it's how it is, and I think that's what makes you valuable at your position. And like we said, you know, it's like it's it's a box thing. They push in the box. Yeah. And it's it's what you get paid for, you know. It's, it's – uh, that's right. what I learned, you know, if you don't want to be in a box, then just tell that team no if you really want to try and risk exactly. that. So, you know, but again, like I said, you know, it happened to me and I, was, I got paid half of it, but I was cool with it because I was young. I was, um, yeah. you know, I was, I was a different mindset, different stage of my life. So I think everyone yeah. has to make the decision. Uh, but yeah, like you said, a lot of rookies don't, don't expect it. You know, they think it's like, oh, we're going to rock out over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> <So Yeah. laughs> I'm a pro now, NBA style. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. They think they think it's like it's like you know you can do whatever you want. No, it's gonna be easy. Nah, man. Nope. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not. Oh, for not. sure. All right, Jay Ray. We appreciate it, man. I held you up a little bit longer than uh, than I promised, but appreciate your time, man. <laughs> man, I, I got nothing to do, man. I'm out <laughs> here. <laughs> Waiting for that next call. That's all. Oh, wait for next call. All right, well, yeah. gotta let us know what happens. <laughs> All right, brother. Appreciate the call, though, man. All right, Jerry. Appreciate it, too, man.